Welcome to episode three of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. If you want to burn fat, gain energy, and enhance your health by changing when you eat, not what you eat, with no calorie counting, then this show is for you. I'm Melanie Avalon, author of the What, When, Wine Diet, Paleo and Intermittent Fasting for Health and Weight Loss. And I'm here with my co-host, Jen Stevens, author of Delay, Don't Deny, Living an Intermittent Fasting Lifestyle. For more on us, check out ifpodcast.com, melanieavalon.com, and jenstevens.com. Please remember, the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice or treatment. So, pour yourself a cup of black coffee, a mug of tea, or even a glass of wine, if it's that time, and get ready for the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Hi, friends. So I'm sort of haunted by clothes. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that I love wearing all the new clothes all the time. And I know that that is not really sustainable and not good for the planet. That's why I am thrilled that there is now a way to get all of the clothes with none of the waste. And I'm going to tell you how you can get unlimited clothes with no waste for a month for free. That's right, I now have a website for both myself and you guys where you can get free unlimited clothes with free shipping, free exchanges, nonstop from all of the hottest brands, and it is so incredibly easy. It's called MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. We have so many incredible brands, including my favorites like BCBG, Calvin Klein, and so many more. Think like a hundred brands. There are so many options. And the way it works is when you get a subscription, you search through the clothes, pick what you want. They send it to you with fast, easy shipping. You wear it as long as you want. And then when you're ready for more clothes, you just drop it off in their prepackaged envelope and get your next round. It is so incredibly cool. They have multiple plans. The starter plan gives you two pieces at a time. Friends, I actually have a little secret hacked. Don't tell them that I told you this. When you get your two pieces, you can actually immediately go into your account, click return, and they'll go ahead and send you the next two pieces. So technically you can have four pieces at a time. You also have a cool virtual closet that you can keep stocked with everything you eventually want to order so you never miss out. And if you really like something and want to keep it, you can opt to buy it at a massively discounted price. Friends, I'm obsessed. This is finally the answer to wearing all the clothes all the time with none of the waste. Oh, and of course, one of my major reservations was the cleaning compounds that they use on the clothes because yes, it is dry cleaning, which normally makes me nervous. And they don't say this on the website. So I reached out to them and I was like, hey, what's going on with the cleaning? What do you guys use? Because I can't promote this if it's just normal dry cleaning. And thankfully, they let me know that they do not use any detergents, fabric softeners, or chemicals that are harsh. Everything is professionally dry cleaned or laundered with detergents that are free from dyes and scents. It's all gentle and it uses low temperature cycles. So yes, we are good on that front as well. It is the coolest thing ever. And you can try it free for a month. Yes, completely free. Just go to MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com to sign up. Free clothes for a month. After that, their plans are super affordable. We're talking honestly, an entire month is less than the cost of typically what would be the cost of one dress. And I am not kidding. That's right. 
unlimited clothes for less than the cost of one outfit. I'm just so thrilled to bring this resource to you guys. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. So again, get free unlimited clothes for a month at MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. That's MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com for all of the clothes, none of the waste. And definitely share your pictures and tag me on Instagram because I want to see all the fabulous things that you guys are wearing. That's MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. One more thing before we jump in. Did you know that common ingredients found in skincare and makeup products can actually disrupt your endocrine system? These endocrine disruptors are a silent threat that can have significant impact on your health, including something that is very important to me, fertility. Your skin is your body's largest organ and what you put on it matters. Endocrine disruptors are chemicals that interfere with the natural hormonal communication in the body. It also matters during pregnancy. And that's one of the reasons I pay close attention to what I put on my skin while being pregnant. Studies have shown that exposure to endocrine disruptors can affect both male and female fertility. For women, these disruptors can lead to irregular menstrual cycles, ovulation issues, and even polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. In men, they can reduce sperm quality and quantity, making it even more challenging to conceive. But it's not just about fertility. When it comes to fat loss, one of the reasons that endocrine disruptors can get in the way of fat loss is because a lot of our toxins are actually stored in our fat. It's a way that our bodies protect us from those toxins. These toxic compounds can even work synergistically, amplifying their harmful effects and making it that much harder to shed unwanted body fat. All of these reasons are why I am obsessed with a company called Beauty Counter. The founder actually started the company when she learned about the potential dangers of toxic chemicals and their link to health issues, specifically miscarriages and infertility. While pregnant, I make sure to only use Beauty Counter products. It's one of the only makeup lines that is officially recommended from the Environmental Working Group. What really sets Beauty Counter apart is their unwavering commitment to protecting us, the consumers, from the hidden dangers that lurk in conventional beauty products. Beauty Counter goes above and beyond, rigorously screening every single ingredient that goes into their products, ensuring that they are safe, clean, and free from harmful toxins. They're not just a beauty brand, they're a movement for change, advocating for stronger regulations in the beauty industry. With Beauty Counter, I know that I can trust that the skincare and makeup that I use are not only effective, but also safe for me and my family. They have skincare lines for every skin type, as well as so many other incredible products. I absolutely love their overnight resurfacing peel. It's my favorite way to get anti-aging benefits in a skincare product. The makeup is absolutely amazing. I have tried alternative beauty products in the past and none of them truly performed. But with Beauty Counter, the foundation is so amazing. It makes me feel like my skin can breathe and it looks so dewy and beautiful. You can shop with me at beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. New customers can use the code CLEANFORALL20 for 20% off their first order. Beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. All right, friends, now back to the show. Hi, and welcome to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. I'm Melanie Avalon, and I am here with Jen Stevens. Hello. And we are so excited. This is episode three. Um, We're so excited to talk to you a little bit about intermittent fasting today. We've been getting a lot of feedback 
getting a lot of good questions and we're just really excited to just keep this journey going. Like I'm just, I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I am too. I think it's going great. Um, it's so much fun hearing from people and getting the questions and getting the feedback, as you said. <laughs> so if you go back to our earlier episodes on our first episode, we tell our own stories of how we came to intermittent fasting. Last week, we actually talked about different ways to do intermittent fasting. So you can check that out if you want to start your own intermittent fasting approach. But basically, briefly, intermittent fasting is a pattern of eating where you, you change the amount of hours that you eat each day rather than the amount of food you eat. It's not a diet or a calorie <laughs> counting or anything like that. It's a lifestyle. And it's absolutely amazing right. for weight loss, weight maintenance, health, just everything. And it changed our lives and it can change yours as well. On today's episode, what we thought we would do is we were going to come up with our top five intermittent fasting benefits. And it's really hard because there's like hundreds of benefits. Oh, see, I was going to say the same thing. I was like, five was hard. I could have written 20, 30. I could have gone on and on. I could. Like I wrote a blog post the other week and it was 26 benefits, um, for one for each letter of the alphabet. And I was, when I started the post, I was going to do like 10 benefits, but there's just so many. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, so we haven't talked about this, like Jen and I have not discussed what our five ones are. Um, so we're, what we're going to do is we're going to list them and we're going to, I'm really curious. We're going to see if ours overlap. I think I just changed mine right now. Just now. Well, cause I was like, wait, I thought of a better one. Now I have six. <laughs> I know. I kind of want to change one of mine yeah. too. This is hard. It's, it's, I don't know. The point is it's very hard to limit it to five. It is. Okay. I think I'm going to combine those two. Okay. All right. I'm back. back I know. Five. I kind of did that. Okay. I know. I feel like I sort of combined some in mind yeah. as well. Okay. Okay. So here are my five. Oh, I feel like I'm like committing to like, <laughs> true. You, something. This is it. These are your five. This is it. Like I never change. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm just, just read yours and I'll like, be quiet. So read them. Okay. 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 So number, <laughs> number one, um, was lose weight, which that was the original, originally lose weight. Um, number two, maintain weight. So that's more now. Number three, the high feeling that I get every day. Um, number four, the inflammation, like the changes in inflammation, so the reduced inflammation. And number five is getting to feast every day. We had some of the same ones. <laughs> what, are, what, what are yours? Okay. Um, my number one was the energy during the day. And I, I did not rank these in order of like one is my favorite. They're just, these are the five. Oh yeah. Same, same. So the first one I wrote down was energy during the day. Um, no more slumps. Number two uh, is when I combined two. No calorie counting and also no foods are off limits because, you know, I've done both of those things where foods are off limits or you're limited by a calorie and it's very, very limiting. Um, number three is effortless maintenance. It's just the easiest thing ever, and I don't have to worry about regaining weight at all. Number four, I also talked about the anti-inflammatory benefits, and for me, it's allergies. Um, I used to have terrible, terrible pollen allergies in the spring, and I would take so many medications, and now I don't. And then number five, it's just so easy. You don't have to fiddle around with dragging 26 containers of food around with you. And... Wait, wait, wait. I feel like I have six for you. Wait, so okay. so you have... <laughs> okay, one was energy. Two okay. was the no calorie counting or foods off limits. Those were one. Oh, okay, yeah, oh those, are, That's, those go yeah, together. Those, those, those yeah. go together. 
<laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's together. The fact that it's it's not diet thinking. I, I could have, I guess, called it that. The calorie counting and the foods being off limits, that's a diet. And that's this is not that. Yeah, I love how that too. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so, okay. I guess we can talk about these all in detail. Okay. So the ones we had and the ones we had similar. Um, so yeah, I did like lose weight and maintain weight. Yeah. You didn't, so you don't have lose weight as yours. I mean, it's funny because like, um, so lose weight is is no longer a, re- a current reason for me right. because I'm don't need to lose weight. Um, but I that is like a main reason I think for a huge benefit for a lot of people because you it like. You actually, you actually lose weight. You lose like fat. Like you actually do. Too, you lose fat. You lose fat. Yeah, you you lose because like when I was doing all the other um, diets before intermittent fasting, um, I would. It was mostly like, honestly, I think it was mostly like water weight and hormones and the like little baby bits of fat, right. but like never anything substantial. Right. Like it was just like oscillating around the same the same few pounds. Um, both intermittent fasting, you actually, you start tapping into your fat right. stores. It's because during the and fast, includes, you're, you're preferentially burning the fat. So you're not like burning your muscle tissue or anything. Yeah, no, you're not. You're not. Um, <laughs> sorry. We laugh just because we know. That's the first so thing people, people say. freak out. People freak out. Just in case you're wondering, people freak out yeah, about yeah. intermittent fasting. Um, and also, uh, IF, uh, you actually can burn stubborn fat. Right. So if you feel like there are these, do you, do you kind of feel like you have these like pieces of fat in your body that like won't go away no matter what you do? And now I sound like a commercial. You really did. I was like, are are we heading to the the infomercial part? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, but those are actually real though. I'm not, uh, it's not in your head. Um, there are actually fat stores on your body that are locked up with certain types of types of fat of cell receptors that keep them at all costs from being used. And that's why they're so hard to burn. Um, yep. And that's usually um, Thighs, around, like yeah. love handles. Um, it can be thigh fat, which actually thigh fat, <laughs> side note, tangent, sciencey thing is um, specifically saved for pregnancy for um, nurturing the, the baby. So that's why thigh fat is so hard to lose. Um, so Yeah. Um, but IF actually does, it does a lot of things to tap into stubborn fat, which is amazing. Upregulates catecholamines and actually unlocks receptors. So yeah. it, you can actually burn fat with it, which is amazing. And then the other reason now is maintaining weight because um, if you don't want, when you're doing an IF lifestyle, you don't rebound, you don't regain the weight and you don't have to worry about it. You just, you can, you do your IF pattern and you will stay you never you never have to diet again i actually have to say you know i've been in my maintenance range for over two years now and i actually am continuing to lose fat and um i don't think my weight is changing a lot i don't weigh anymore so i really don't know because i'm not interested in the day-to-day fluctuations but i just had to go buy all new underwear after, yeah. after two years, <laughs> my underwear started falling off. Well, it, yeah. And so I was wearing a certain size underwear at my favorite underwear store and they all of a sudden were all too big. So, you know, I'm not trying to lose more weight, but that fat is just still, you know, going yeah. in those places. And, and I can see, you know, the muscles in my arms are coming out a little bit more, even without, you know, me doing arm, arm exercises. And it's really amazing. Because how, how often do you keep losing weight without even trying? Yeah, it, it's amazing. And like and like you just mentioned, you it, it, you maintain muscle. Right. You actually 
are more likely to gain muscle, yeah. which we'll, we'll have a, we'll have an episode about that in the future. Cause people are like, Oh, but if you're not having protein every second, right. Your, your muscle's going to go away. No, <laughs> it's not. Yeah. <laughs> that would not make any sense. No. When you, that would not like from just a, just think about it. Like, would it make sense for your body when you don't have energy, when it's storing fat for energy, for it to burn muscle instead when it needs energy, that would just that doesn't make sense. It really wouldn't. I mean, that is why you have the fat, people. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. So, what, what was one of your other? What was one of yours? Um, the fact that it's just easy. And the, you know, we've we've done different diets, both of us have, and the the carrying around food all the time. I mean, that's really why I went back to the daily eating window versus the four three or the five two pattern other than the not being able to sleep. Um, you know, five two worked really well for me. But um during the summer, one one summer right after I lost the weight, I did five two for maintenance. And it was really nice during the summer to have that pattern. But then when I went back to work, um I was having to carry lunch to school <laughs> on on three of the days of the week. I was like dragging around a lunch and then I had to eat breakfast before I went to work and I'm like who wants to fool with all that so I didn't want to have to eat a breakfast I didn't want to have to drag lunch around with me so I was like all right I'm too lazy to do five two or four three because I just want to go to work work and then come home and I want to eat so this is the lazy diet I almost called my book something like that like the, la- oh, the lazy funny. diet because it's so lazy <laughs> Yeah, no, like, like in college, looking back, I, I could have been so much easier. Um, Because I would bike to campus, go to class, madly like bike back to my apartment, eat fast, then bike back to campus, like back and forth, right? Like, so, so much unnecessary, like time wasted. And uh, yeah, it, it's just it is really easy. I have you're, you're, you're good to go. Like you wake up, you're like good to go. It's true. Dinner. Yeah. You, you really, you don't have to worry about it. And, you know, after you've been an intermittent faster for a while, you start traveling with other people. Like, you know, my husband and my two sons going on a trip. They're like, where are we going for breakfast? I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? I know. <laughs> I know. I Come forget. On. I forget that. Other, I forget that other people like eat, have to eat all the time. So like if I go to like, um, if you, yeah, if you're at like some adventure with somebody all day, I, I'm like, oh yeah, we have to like stop and we have to get yeah. Food. And then they're like, now it's time for lunch. I'm like, people, y'all just had just breakfast. Ate. I saw y'all. I know. <laughs> now the idea, the concept of like eating and then eating like in a, a few like a few hours later again just seems like excessive. It's like you just yeah. ate. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you um, eating all that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the the good news is though, I will say my husband does not eat as frequently. He's not an intermittent faster officially. But he no longer just eats his way through the day. He's never had trouble with his weight. Just a side note. But he he's like, yeah, we really did eat a lot, didn't we? And well, well, that actually brings us to, um, like, one of mine, which I don't think you had this one. But I love that um, I get to eat so so much food. Even though I'm not eating during the day, I, I love eating when I'm eating. I'm either not eating or I'm eating. That's and when me I'm too. eating, I'm eating. So I love it every night. I literally, I, I feast every night. Like, like to the, it's like the type of feast that um I used to see as like a bad thing, like a special occasion, like once every month. And now I can just eat all I want right. at night as much as I want. Now I do want to clarify, not, it's not binging. I don't want anybody to think yeah, that yeah, it's yeah, that yeah, because yeah, some people yeah. might think, oh my gosh, you're binge eaters. No, we're not. 
and, and it is an appropriate amount of food, but it's a big meal. And you don't have to feel guilty from that big meal. Exactly. It's not like a, a crazy amount of binging. Yeah. Yeah, I should, yeah, emphasize that for sure. It's just you're you're basically getting to eat all of your daily food. Um and then I, I do also since since I eat whole foods, that's something I should emphasize. Since I eat whole foods, it it seems like a ton more food because I'm eating a lot of like fruits and vegetables, which are a lot the volume is calorie big. dense. Yeah. Yeah, the volume exactly. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you on that benefit. I love that I get to eat a great meal every night and you know, I use I use a lot of butter in my cooking and I just will throw in some more butter. <laughs> yeah. And and it's it's not off limits. And oh, this needs some cheese and I can put the cheese on there and I'm not trying to get the fat free cheese or something like that. It really it can be what I want. <laughs> it's so wonderful. Um so so one that we both had in common was the inflammation thing. That's funny because I was like, I was like, I'm going to put this. And I was like, she probably won't because I thought it was like very specific, but we both put it. <laughs> well, it's huge. That's, and It is. It, it's huge. I think inflammation shows itself in different people in different ways. You know, you might oh, have arthritis. Uh, with I did not have that one, but um, I'm not quite that old. I mean, maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> but um, mine was allergies, the the allergic reaction to things. And and it was really, it, it affected my quality of life. It was so bad. And, you know, other people may have the inflammation show in different ways. What was your – how was it with you? Yeah. Well, so I I am a strong believer that inflammation is the root cause of a ton of, like – ton of, like, the ail, ailments yeah. we have today. Cause Me too. Basically, basically um, inflammation is your body's response to something bad happening. Um, and – it's your body's immune system dealing with that. And so that could either be like actual sickness, you know, so you, you, you get sick um, from like a virus or a bacteria or something. And so your body starts the inflammatory response, which is actually all the cold symptoms that you get. It's actually, it's not, the cold symptoms are not the actual virus or bacteria. It's your body's inflammatory response. Right. It's trying to, to like, like sneeze mid- out the virus. Yeah, or basically. Bur- the fever is your body burning off the virus. Yeah. Right. And then all the other, but then all the other like autoimmune conditions and like allergies and um, so many things we have, the pain and everything is coming from the inflammation because it's your body responding that way. So like allergies, for example, is your body reacting for an environmental, environmental allergies, it's your body um, reacting to things in the environment that it sees as an invader. And so it's instigating this inflammatory response for like food allergies, it's your body seeing certain proteins and certain com- compounds in food is a problem. And so then you're getting digestive problems, bowel upset, and just all of those problems. So, and then like headaches, um, that's, uh, that's, Im- that's inflammation as well. Um, like pain and pressure. So like for me, um, it manifested out, well, allergies is huge. I, like I used to have awful, terrible allergies. Um, I'm really allergic to grass, like none other. Like <laughs> Growing up, I'd have, like, itchy, like, runny eyes and sneezing and just, like, misery. And now I, I don't. Right? No, it's so <laughs> um, bad. During allergy season, when it was peak pollen season, I would take, you know, once a day, all year long, I took a, an, an over-the-counter allergy medication. But then when it was peak allergy season, I had to take Benadryl during the day, like, every four hours, too, on top of it. Yeah. It was, I was, like, dragging through the day. But it was just to get by. And now I don't take anything. And it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I really realize now. So like, I'm back and forth between LA and Atlanta. Um, 
So I was in LA for the past seven years and my allergies, my allergies are pretty good there because there's not as much grass. Um, but now I'm in Atlanta for the acting market here. And I was like really nervous because it was my first time being back in the South um, in like seven years. And I did, was not doing intermittent fasting, obviously, before LA. So I was like, ah, oh, I wonder if I'm going to like die um, in allergy season like I used to growing up. I'm surviving, which is absolutely, they're not even that bad. And I'm back in the South and that's amazing. Um, and then acne I used to have really, really bad. Oh, me too. Terrible skin, terrible skin. And now I have like really great skin, which I'm, and the fasting helps with that. I don't get sick. I don't really catch colds. Um, yeah, just tons of the inflammation benefits are amazing. It's a big one. I mean, people think it's just going to be weight loss, but then you realize, it's so much more. Yeah, it becomes like about health in general, and it's just absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of like brings me uh, to one of mine, which was like the high feeling every day. Do you do you know what I'm talking about? Well, with that? I do, I do. I feel it. Um, it's that ketosis feeling every day when you you reach the limit of you burned the food that you had last night, and now you're you're in ketosis, and your body's producing those ketones for energy, and it's just the best energy feeling you can have it's, it's it's that in the zone feeling yeah so like if you know that feeling where like you're just like your brain is there like the laser sharpness um it's it's that feeling and it, it yeah it's coming from like from the ketones which are basically like a a different substrate that your body can use for energy um it's as an alternative or in addition to uh, glucose or fat um so those are very clean burning the brain actually prefers ketones so that's like cognitive laser sharp function. It's amazing. Uh, also, fasting up regulates like adrenaline. Um, so you're you're feeling good. It up regulates dopamine. So basically, just every, I know that every day I'm gonna enter this amazing state where I just feel like on top of the world. And that used to be that used to be something that was more like rare. Not not rare because I I've actually always been a pretty happy person. But um, now I get that every single day, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean by that, but it, it's true. It's the feeling that that I lose if I eat early in the day and I don't want to lose it. I don't want to feel draggy. I don't yeah, want to exactly. feel tired and like I, I can't make it any longer and I need a nap now. Like I, I couldn't take a nap in the middle of the afternoon if I wanted to. I don't want to, but I don't need to either. And I remember before I started fasting when I was so overweight, um, I really think one of the reasons I gained so much weight was lattes, as a little side note there, all those lattes drinking all day long. But I had to have a latte at 10, then I had to have a latte at 2, you know, in between the meals. So I would have, like, breakfast, then I would have my 10 a.m. latte, you know, to get through that energy slump. Then I would have lunch, then I would have my 2 two p.m. latte, and then... I mean, honestly, I was drinking, and I could drink coffee right before bed. Like, I I would go home and have more latte. Well, now I have so much energy, I can't drink coffee afternoon anymore. You know, that's so true. That's so true. Like, in college, I would drink, like, 10 Cokes, like, at night. Yeah. And, and now now I have, like, I, actually, all last year, I didn't have any caffeine as an experiment, but that's a tangent. Um, but now I have, <laughs> like, like, I will not talk about that now. Um, but... Now I have like just a tiny little bit of coffee in the morning and I'm like good to go, like good to go. I just really like coffee. So I do have, um, I do have coffee until noon, but then that's it. No more coffee after that. And I can't drink a Coke in the afternoon either. That will keep me awake too. So soft drinks are gone because there's no time to have them. 
I like a Coke. I do like a Coke, but I too much caffeine. I can't do it. I have too much energy for that. And we'll definitely talk about drinks while fasting on a future episode for sure. Oh yeah. That's a big topic. So I guess the only one we haven't covered yet from yours was the no calorie, no foods off limits, which that's I totally really agree the with. best part because you know, our bodies are not calculators as far as like, I will eat 1300 calories and that is exactly right. You know, maybe one day I do and one day I don't, and it doesn't even matter. Some days I'm hungrier than others. And that's the beauty of it. If you're counting calories on the days that you're hungrier, you're going to be dissatisfied. And on the days that you get full fast, you're going to like force yourself to eat more. I mean, what's, where's the logic in that? It's not sensible. (laughs) I just, I just love feeling free from not having to count calories me too like just really like i don't remember a lot people people are always like how many calories do we eat each day and I'm i like, don't know yeah i don't know i yeah. <laughs> i just eat food <laughs> so yeah any other thoughts on those or shall we jump into questions yeah i think we're ready for our, our viewer questions right. or, i mean listener no one's viewing it. they're listening <laughs> so the first question comes from rachel ramirez and the subject is fasting and digestive. And it says, what is, and we think she means autophagy. Um, yes. It says, what is autophagy and why does everyone talk about achieving it? Are there symptoms? Um, so autophagy, and I actually almost put it as one of my reasons. It's, I'm obsessed with it. So basically autophagy is the process um, where your body goes and It happens um, during fasting and your body recycles old proteins in your body and gets rid of them, like gets rid of old broken proteins and also um, recycles them into new proteins. Um, So it's a way of cleansing in the body. It supports longevity. It's kind of like, it's kind of like if you needed new clothes and instead of buying new clothes, you went and cleaned out your closet and like made new outfits from your old clothes. So basically what it does is... Um, it, instead of piling on more junk into your body, you're cleaning out your body and just, it, it's like a deep cleanse on a cellular level. So it's absolutely amazing for, um, healing, for regulating inflammation. It's highly anti-aging. It's necessary for that. Yeah. I think that was a great analogy about cleaning out the closet because your body can do all that. And you, when people start talking about how do I know if I'm getting enough protein? Well, autophagy takes care of that because it recycles the old protein. Um, you know, one of the things that people worry about when they're losing a lot of weight, like me, 80 plus pounds down, loose skin. Um, a lot of people worry about loose skin. You know, you've seen people on those weight loss shows and they have like hanging skin and they have to have skin surgery. Well, I don't have any hanging skin. I mean, yeah, I had two babies and my tummy is not perfectly flat, but as I have fasted, autophagy has used up that excess skin. So I'm not like dragging around, you know, the same skin I had when I weighed 80 plus pounds more. So you don't have to worry about where am I getting my protein or your body can get it. Your body's going to use it up. Yeah. So it's a wonderful process. And, um, so by symptoms, we associate symptoms with bad. There aren't there are any. There are not any bad symptoms of autophagy. Um, but I no. we could say there are signs of it, and that would be just healing, anti-inflammatory. Um. And I always like to think it accompanies ketosis. So if you are in ketosis and you're in that fat burning state, your body is going to town. So if you feel the symptoms of ketosis, you can be sure you're probably getting some yeah. cellular cleansing going on too. 
And something I will mention just very briefly, and we can talk about this in the f- a future episode. Um, some people like to supplement with like branch chain amino acids and um, like basically easily uh, assimilated forms of proteins during a fast to quote unquote like protect their muscle, but that that actually can turn off autophagy. Um, so that's actually a reason um, to do a completely fasted fast with like no protein intake, regardless of the form, um, because you you want to start that autophagy process and let your body um, basically deal. <laughs> right. And yeah, and the protein turns it off and yeah. the bodybuilders out there, they, they think they need that. I get that question all the time in my Facebook group about the, the BCAAs and yeah. we're like, no, it's actually counterproductive yeah. in a way. It is. It is, but it's hard to, hard to explain. Yeah. Okay. So next question, would you like to? Yes. This one? was Sam and Sam said, um, the subject was one meal a day. Have you ever tried using breakfast for one meal a day? It seems most do dinner and a few do lunch, but I've never heard of anyone using breakfast for a one meal a day lifestyle. Just curious about the experience and results. And we get that a lot. People try to find their their own best window. And I will say right off the bat, it is not the same for everyone. There may be someone who does best with a breakfast window or a, a lunch window. And I know there are people who may have a they may choose to open their window at 2 o'clock, and they eat from 2 to 5, and that's perfect for them. For me, no. I can't. Yeah, I can't same. do an early window. You know, look, I lie to myself every time. You know, it'll be a teacher work day, and we're going out to lunch. I'm like, I'm just going to eat lunch today. And then I'll eat the lunch, and then I'm fine. And then at about 7 p.m., I'm like, and now I'm going to have dinner. So I just can't do it. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. But it does work for for some people, and that's what you need to experiment and find out. Yeah, like I like I personally have never been much of a breakfast eater. Um, I used to feel bad, like I would kind of naturally skip breakfast sometimes, and I thought I was doing damage to myself. It was like so <laughs> so stupid. Um, but yeah, so me personally, if I if I were to eat breakfast, a I would be like kind of not. I would be like kind of lethargic after. It would take me a while to like kind of get in the zone again, and then I probably would be hungry again. Um, it, it just it just doesn't work for me. I also need to sleep on a full stomach. Like I, me too. I cannot go to bed fasted. <laughs> um, right. So it just yeah for me it doesn't work. Um, I and I don't see myself ever really doing it. But if you're the type that's a breakfast person, um, and I know there are people like that, um, maybe that is. Maybe that will work for you. Maybe your one meal would be breakfast. And we'd love to hear about it. So if, if that yeah. is something that you've done, feel free to yeah uh, email us at questions at ifpodcast.com and tell us about it. And we'll talk, we'll read it on the show because, yeah, I would love to hear people's experience with that. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Any other thoughts on the breakfast subject? No, I just it, it just shows that you have to try it and see. Definitely, you'll you will figure out what your best window is. I mean, for me, an hour can make a difference. If I wait till six, I'm going to eat less than if I open my window at three. I, I just seem to get full faster if I start eating at six. It's not just because there's less hours in the day till bedtime. It's just I get full faster when I wait later in the day. Yeah, I do that. I found that as well too. I could also go into a huge tangent about breakfast because I've done like tons of study studying on um because everybody's like oh but breakfast is the most important meal of the day i have done so much studying on that and i'll just say that for a future episode it's fascinating well the studies do not they do not support that at all like i could they don't they they don't like but then then again though (laughs) 
every day we all break fast. I know. We, we do. <laughs> so we do. So then I do eat breakfast. We just eat it at It's night. just at 6 p.m., people. Yeah. Yep. That's so true. That's wonderful. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for those questions. Um, and if you have your own questions, please, please, please send them to us. We would love to hear them. So you can send them to questions at ifpodcast.com. You can also visit our website, ifpodcast.com. And at that website, you can learn more about intermittent fasting. You can learn more about me and Jen. And you can also submit the questions. Um, so there's a lot of information there. You can also sub- subscribe for uh, email updates. So we will make sure that you get all the updates about the podcast. And lastly, um, if you enjoyed today's episode, please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes. It would really, really, really helps the podcast really helps with spreading the word the word and that would just really mean so much to us absolutely so thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next show all right thanks bye-bye Bye. thank you so much for listening to the intermittent fasting podcast please remember the opinions we discussed on this show do not constitute medical advice we're not doctors check out ifpodcast.com for more information on us Theme music was composed by Leland Cox. See you next week.